Today's episode is brought to you by Charmin Toilet Paper. As people all over the world deal with the devastating effects of this pandemic, we at Charmin just want to say that we have never been doing better. We are raking it in. And we don't even get it. What, does everyone suddenly have more asses? Charmin, we are fucking killing it. All right, let's turn it up. From the Florida border up to Nashville, Tennessee, this is Skinnerd Reconsidered, the only podcast where I review every Leonard Skinnerd song. Welcome back, Captive Birds. So happy to be speaking with you again. We're all in this together, right? Friends of Skinnerd, friends of Skinnerd Reconsidered. I feel like we're one big family. We may be bored, we may be down on our luck. Some of us may be sick, I hope not. Hope everyone is safe. Either way, here I am talking into a microphone, and there you are listening. Isn't that something? I want to thank those of you out there who listened to my pleas last time around and followed me on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, or sent me a message at skinnerdreconsidered at gmail.com. Actually, just before I started this recording, I read a, an email from a new listener. He had just discovered the podcast, and he listened to the entire first season in one day, which is amazing. And now he is sending me his review of my review of every Leonard Skinner song. Like he made a comment in the beginning of his email that I would probably never read all this. And he doesn't know me very well, Captive Birds, because there's nothing that I like reading about more than myself. So thank you. I won't say your name because I haven't asked for permission, but thank you for all those awesome comments. One note that you had, or a question I guess you had, was do rednecks still listen to Leonard Skinnerd? I can confidently say that the answer to that question is yes, at least if we're talking about older rednecks. His opinion or thought was that perhaps the younger redneck crowd is now listening to your your Jason Aldeans or your Florida Georgia Lines or I don't know what his examples were, but you know, that vein of modern country pop. And I'm sure that there's a case to be made there, but I do know that your older rednecks enjoy their Leonard Skinnerd. And again, people, when I use the phrase rednecks, yes, I'm being derogatory, but I'm only talking about those closed-minded, racist people. Just because you're from the South and you enjoy Leonard Skinnerd and you enjoy your Southern ways certainly does not mean you're a redneck. I would never speak down to you. But anyway, if you're not as awesome as this listener and you'd like to be, go ahead and send me a, a message at skinnerdreconsider@gmail.com. Follow us on all the socials and let's talk Skinnerd. We all have time on our hands. What the hell? I said before I'm getting a little bit tired of talking about Skinnerd. But I never get tired of talking about myself or about my podcast. I want to give a shout out. Ugh. No, I don't. I want to say hello to my former friend, Rye, the host of Sabbath Bloody Podcast. He wrapped up his awesome run over there at Sabbath Bloody Podcast recently while I was taking a little bit of a break. So I didn't get a chance to, to plug that. But Sabbath Bloody Podcast has come to its thrilling conclusion there's a ton of great episodes out there. You should check it out. Appreciate all the great work he did 
discussing the band Black Sabbath. Ryan and I, we hit it off initially. I thought we had something pretty special. You may recall he even hosted an episode of this podcast. He did Needle in the Spoon, did a fine job. But it's been a pretty bumpy road since then. Well, really ever since I accused him of murder in the previous season. I think Ryan has kind of checked out. He had enough of me. And I don't think he even listens to the podcast anymore. But if I'm wrong, Rye, if you're listening, I am sorry about that. And just want to congratulate you on your great run over there at Sabbath Bloody Podcast. And look, I'd love to bury the hatchet and even have you back sometime this season or next to to host another episode for us. I've heard that Rye moved deep into the woods of Canada, moved away from Dublin. I hope that didn't have anything to do with me, but... Our estranged relationship, I'm sure, hurt him in a number of ways. I hope he's doing well in Canada, and I wish you nothing but the best, Rye. Many of you have asked for a Patterson Hood update. I've mentioned several times on the podcast that one of my goals is to have Patterson Hood from the Drive-By Truckers join us to talk Skinnerd, talk Drive-By Truckers, talk life. And I want to thank those of you out there who helped me out. You messaged him. You You Twittered him, you emailed him, you Facebooked him, you did all that. And I want to share with everybody the news today that it was a big fat waste of everyone's time. Zero traction here, people. I now hate Patterson Hood as he has ignored my requests and yours. I will never listen to Drive-By Truckers again. I knew I should have gone with Cooley instead. I'm just joshing, of course. Still love Patterson. Why would he be on this silly podcast of mine? Maybe one day he changes his mind, but I certainly won't be bringing it up anymore because it's pathetic. So recently it was brought to my attention by Ian, the official historian of Skinner Reconsidered, that there's another very famous band from Jacksonville, Florida, that I had not even considered, let alone reconsidered, and that band is Limp Biscuit. I don't know if you guys out there are Limp Biscuit fans. To me, Limp Biscuit makes Kid Rock sound like Leonard Skinnerd. They really are just awful, just probably the worst band of all time. But that's an easy target, so I'm not going to pile on Limp Biscuit. But how sad that there once was a time when Jacksonville, Florida was producing the great Leonard Skinnerd. Later there was a time where they're producing the pile of poop that is Limp Biscuit. You rise and you fall, Jacksonville, just like Ronnie taught us. Before we get into the song today, I want to spend a little bit of time highlighting Artemis Pyle. I know we've talked about him before, but he is an interesting guy. Here are some Pyle tidbits, as I like to call it. And tidbits was spelled with some Ys, and Pyle was spelled with one Y because that's how you spell his name. Artemis Pyle has been in three separate plane crashes. I'm thinking, you've been in two. You belong in some sort of plane crash museum of some sort. But he's been in three plane crashes. Survived every one, of course. He's been a vegetarian for a very long time, way before it was cool. He loves Frank Zappa. I think they were friends of some kind before Frank died. And I read where Artemis said that he was going to play some music with Frank. So who knows? That would have been interesting. 
He loves the Andy Griffith show. Who doesn't? He also loves Gomer Pyle. They've got that name in common. There's a band that was named after him. They're called Artemis Pile Driver. I think that's an amazing name for a band or anything. I think they're a metal band. I don't know anything about them other than their awesome name. Other than Gary Rossington, Artemis is the only surviving member of Prime Skinnerd, as I like to call it. And no, he wasn't there from the beginning. He was not on the first two albums, but he was definitely around for some of the best stuff. Artemis is very vocal that the Ronnie Skinnerd is the real Skinnerd, so we're on the same page there. And he currently has a band that plays songs from the, the prime Skinnerd era. And you know what? I'm calling an audible right now. I had in my mind that I would dig into an Artemis Pyle story that is not as much fun as those pile tidbits that we just enjoyed. But, you know, I don't think I can stomach it today. We talked about Leon and his tragedies in the last episode. I'm trying to keep it light. Some of you out there know what I'm talking about, and I promise before this thing is over, we'll get into this dark part of Artemis Pyle's life. But the truth is, I'm not as informed as I should be on the matter, and it's a serious matter, so we'll get to that later. Let's, let's table that. Call that one a tease. So how about some music instead? Do you guys like music? Well, I've got some for you. The song for the day is called Trust. This one was written by Ronnie, Gary, and Alan. So you had the, the two guitar players that were currently in the band. Helping out Ronnie write this one. Captive Birds by Leonard Skinnerd. This is Trust. <laughs> Once again, we're seeing the prickly side of Ronnie here. He names the song Trust, and it's about how you can't trust anybody. Not your best friend, not your woman. For me, this song is pretty middle of the road. There's nothing bad about it. There's nothing great about it to me. Of course, it's Skinner in their prime, so it's very capable, has a good sound. But it just doesn't grab me at all. Captive Birds for a podcaster. This is the nightmare scenario. It's not bad enough to make fun of, not good enough to be very excited about either. 
So let's get back to the song. Before we get into the guitar solo, I guess what does strike me about this song more than anything are the lyrics, and I am going to read them to you because I like doing that. It fills time. Plus, to me, this song is kind of a, like I said, just kind of a mid-level song. It hums along nicely enough and certainly doesn't have a dark or a sad or melancholy sound to it. But when you look at these lyrics, this is some pretty dark Ronnie. Let me read them to you. We'll start with the chorus and then go into the second verse. You can't always trust your woman. You can't always trust your best friend. Beware of the ones that you need, y'all, because those might be the ones that do you in. And then the second verse, don't talk no stuff to no slicker. I do love it when Ronnie refers to slickers, city slickers. Ronnie don't trust them. But don't talk no stuff to no slicker. Don't tell your feelings to your friend. Don't tell your woman that you love her because that's when your trouble begins. There are many ladies here among us that'll stab you in the back when you ain't around. There are many, so many, of your very best friends that'll kick you in the head when you are down. Yes, they will. It's pretty dark, Ronnie. particular move from Ronnie in a while, and I, for one, am very excited for its return.
Symbol, 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 and we're out. That was Trust by Leonard Skinner. I always like doing that. It makes me feel like a real rock and roll DJ. I don't know. It didn't get me too excited one way or another, but let me know if you feel differently. I am going to rate this song, but first we got to pay the bills. Our sponsor today is Charmin Toilet Paper. Boy, are we doing great. Our product is selling as fast as we can make it. We are so damn rich, we don't even use toilet paper anymore. We wipe our asses with your cash. And you are so desperate for our product, we can basically say whatever we want at this point. In fact, our marketing team has pulled all television ads and is now running ads only on shitty podcasts that no one cares about, just because we can. Rude. Charmin, keep giving us your money so you can wipe your stinky butts. Guys, I'm sorry about that one. That was insulting to all of us. And yeah, we need toilet paper, but that's no reason to act like that. I'll say it, even though they're a sponsor and they gave us money, I think the captive birds out there should boycott Charmin. Although I will also say that we're down to two rolls at this house and it's getting a little bit dicey. So if I were to go in a store and that's all that was available, you know what, just do what you want to do, Captive Birds. Before I rate the song, I do want to say I understand there are some audio issues here in the new house. There's an echo in this room. I'm not able to travel for work anymore, so I can't be out in California in my quiet hotel room. And if I were you out there, I would think, man, this guy puts a lot of time into this podcast. Why can't he find a time to record it properly? without any kids or wife in the background. And I get it. But what I've realized now is this has become an either-or situation. I'm either going to record it, and it's going to sound like shit, or it's not going to happen. So I hope it doesn't bother you guys too much. It bothers the hell out of me. The content's the same. You still get to hear my valuable ramblings. All right, now I'm going to rate this song. I think last song, Every Mother's Son, I gave it a, 3.6, which is pretty low for those of you keeping up. I've been rating these Skinner songs fairly high. And for me, Trust falls right into that same ballpark where it's pretty good, very solid, but nothing special. I'm going to give Trust on a scale of 1 to 5 Skinnards 3.5 Skinnards. I do have good news, though. As I'm trying to figure out what this album means to me, once again, I didn't know this song very well, Trust, until recently I started listening to it. And I do think that that might create a disadvantage for this album because there's a lot of nostalgia wrapped up with the first few albums and even songs on the on the last album, Street Survivors. But I'm trying to be fair here, and uh, Trust didn't do it for me. But the good news is the next song picks it up for me quite a bit song after that is great as well. So there are a number of reasons to hang around here, <laughs> free birds. That plus the fact that you likely have nothing better to do. Kind of banking on that at this point. So join us next time, please, as we listen to Same Old Blues. But until then, I must be traveling on. 